Blog Talk Radio. There is a chance for the President of the United States to use this disaster to carry out what his father, a phrase his father used, I think, only once and hasn't been used since, and that is a new world order. New world coming. America will become increasingly vulnerable to hostile attack on our homeland, and our military superiority will not entirely protect us. Not protect us. Americans will likely die on American soil. And I believe it will also be said of this age, the first decade of the 21st century, that out of what is, will be seen as the greatest restructuring of the global economy, perhaps one even greater than at the time of the Industrial Revolution, a new world order was created. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. Now, get ready to enter the zone where real life is stranger than fiction. The place where the news may seem like a dream and the dream may be a matrix of reality. Let us now expose all lie of the devil and bring to light all the secrets of the enemy because God truth will set you free. John 832. You're listening to This Week in the Zone with your host and watchman on the wall, Phil Armstrong.
you might hear some static or something, but we we'll make it through. The Lord uh, is coming back, and for those who are listening to the show, it should be something to get excited for. The church does not talk about Bible prophecy, and I sometimes wonder why. And um, as we look at the church, we see a mirror effect of what the Bible said would be happening in the last days, that the church would be so self-sufficient that they wouldn't need God. And I think that's the case for everything we do. We should need God for our life in general. And we're going to talk about that more as, as time goes on. But the blood moons are coming quickly. Uh, Friday will be a blood moon, and uh, I think there might be a half, half and then uh, a lunar. And then on uh, April 4th, we have another one. <laughs> so what's going to happen? Nobody knows. We can take some guess. Now, I want you all to think about some stuff for a second. Um, Benjamin Netanyahu comes over before our Senate, before our Congress, excuse me, before our Congress, and he says a address. He, I mean, he addressed, he addressed, basically he addressed the country, the United States, because a lot of people are watching it. And he, he said a key thing. He says, we're going to go it alone if you like it or not. Basically what he said, I'm paraphrasing. So if he said that, and he just won an election. First election started off like with, a lot of us thought that he was going to lose it. And then after it was all said and done, not only did he win it, but he had a sort of a mandate. So you you tell me what's going to happen. I can tell I can tell you right now what's going to happen, but I'm not a specialist on, at this. I believe that that. Um, Bill Fowler has a reputable point that the the reason why Psalms 83 went off is because of uh, uh, Isaiah 49. I think that's the chapter. Isaiah 49. And uh, that's what, that's why Israel immediate neighbors did that now? There was a few rumors of wars during the election. Hamas threatened to attack Israel. It, it threatened to disrupt the election process. Of course, they didn't want BB. Uh, they want Benjamin Netanyahu to get uh, reelected. So. We have these blood moons. I would like to draw um, 
this this is just me. This is just me. The Bible. I'm getting from the Bible. It's my interpretation of the Bible. I've I've been like this for a while, a couple of years. I even told my wife this whenever I told her whatever, whenever the end times. You know, I got to I got to go in here and give me some more time in here because I only got thirty. 15 minutes, okay, good, save. So now we're on for 30, 20 more minutes. So um, I told her, I tried to draw her a scenario on how things will happen in the last five months before, actually I'll count six months before uh, the tribulation period starts. And we go a little bit into the tribulation, just a teeny bit. So from the, from, from, let's back up. From the time the Antichrist signs the peace deal, one weekend, and then back up six months, I'm trying to draw you a pretty picture of the, the scenario I gave her three or four years ago. And I told her whenever it happens, I didn't say it was going to happen that year, the year that year, the year the next year. The, I didn't say anything. I just kind of like said, hey, when. Tribulation, just five months before the tribulation period starts, six months before the tribulation period starts, this is what it's going to look like. And one of the key things is you got to look at the number, five months, great. From April, so you know, April, May, June, July, August, September, so that's actually six months. So you got seven months from March. September and when you get to May you have five months so seven months so you have a you have you have this is a this is how the Jewish calendar is shaped anyway you got the seven months you got from uh, you got from March so March April May June July August September. You have seven months. And I told her uh, at that time that a lot of things were going to happen in that time period. And I told her that some of the things that's going to happen is going to be insignificant. Only those who are watching will understand. And I told her that there'd be a war. This is, this is I don't I don't think it's before Bill Solace's book, but I knew that there'd be a, a war between Israel. This was this is pretty much before I found out about Bill Solace's book that there'd be a war between Israel's neighbors, Hamas. But at that time, I said I said Hamas, Hezbollah, and the Palestinians, of course, and Lebanon. And then I told her that Israel will whoop their tail. And when Israel whooped their tail, I told her that Syria, Damascus, will be taken out at the same time. Of course, Damascus will be, Syria will be fighting Israel at the same time because that's why Damascus is taken out. And Damascus was, was going to be a message to the world not to mess with it. But see, the world didn't take it that way. 
But anyway, I told my wife that it would be a temporary peace agreement that does not have a time on it. And there would be a false peace for a few months. And I I told her that in the fall of that same year, uh, Russia will come down into Israel. The church will be taken out, and the Antichrist will be revealed. Just recently, I came to the conclusion that The Rosh in Ezekiel 38-39 was not intended for Russia. It was intended to poke fun at this individual, which was a demon, but it was also a leader. It was a two-fold meaning. So the chief prince of Rosh, what God is doing is he's being funny. He's still calling the person's name, named it in the visual Rosh, which stands for Rosh Hashanah. So he's being funny. So in other words, the chief prince of Rosh, he's already said his name. He's in charge of Meshach and Tubal. He's in charge of Meshach. He's a, he's a, he's God. He's already said his name. So he has to say it again. He says, oh, you, you, God has a sense of humor. Prince of Ross. In other words, you're the chief prince of the Jewish New Year. Oh, you think you're big and bad. You come as a protector to those who you are with. Don't you know I'm going to smack you? That's exactly what he said. So the chief prince of Ross, or Rosh Hashanah, because who's supposed to be actually coordinated on, on Rosh Hashanah? Jesus Christ. Who is the true king? Jesus Christ. So this prince of Ross will invade Israel when their guards are down. While they celebrate their new year, Russia will come in. Now, that Friday, September 11th, might make a, play a pivotal role in what happens on September 13th through the 15th. Am I saying it's going to happen this year? No, I'm not. But I am saying that I'm saying it has a good chance of happening. The blood moons fall right around that time. We know that on September 28th, there is a supermoon, which I believe the tribulation period starts on that day. There's a 10-day morning time between the 13th 
September and the 23rd of September. I believe that the world will be mourning, Christians will be mourning, people who call themselves Christians, they will be the Christians at that point. See, I heard one of the, uh, I won't mention his name, one of the um, speakers at one of the Bible conferences say that no one will be saved at that time. That's not true. I believe that the 144,000 will have to come before the mark of the beast. And I also believe that the two witnesses have to come before the mark of the beast. Now, if they're leaving at that point, they have to been here before. So I think the 144,000 Jews will be starting to become converted right after the uh, rapture of the church. And yes, I am pre-trib. I've heard um, some people, I'm not going to mention their show because then you know, I probably think I'm a... <laughs> I'm a troll, but I was watching this show, and um, I think I just think it's hilarious how they get so excited. I mean, they're like just agreeing with each other, and it's just like we don't even do that as pre-trip people. We don't ridicule anybody. I mean, I know that there's some people on Facebook who does that, you know, on YouTube, but I rarely see a person who is pre-trip saying anything. I know that they're they're out there. There's some people are got to be ignorant, but I, I don't think we're the aggressors. If you listen to the show, some of y'all think y'all got to be put out, took it out of here, and raptured. And I'm sitting here just thinking, I hope. Some of these people aren't right when they say that those who, and then they, some some of these ministries, what they do is they open up to like they they'll say we're in the seventh trump. Now I know some of y'all listening to this program is going to get frustrated with me when I say this. I want y'all to listen carefully. Are you listening? They when you read chapter five, someone's asking who is worthy to open up the first seal. The first seal opens up. You go through the six seals, and then on the seventh seal, it opens up the first trumpet. So without the first seal, you cannot have the the first trumpet open up. And without the first trump, you cannot have the seventh trump. And without without the seventh trump, you cannot have the first bowl. And without the seventh bowl, you cannot have a completion of the 21 judgment. So in other words, when somebody says, I think we're right now, we're in the seventh trump, sixth trump, fifth trump, whatever. We're not. There are shadows of these judgments going on right now in the world. you got a lot of, I'll give you one on the fifth, I think it's the fifth or sixth chapter. From the Apollyon and the, and the demons. Okay, so there, there, if you see any sinkholes, that could be the case right now. The demons are coming out, but we're not in. We're not in uh, the judgments of Revelation. We can't get there because Jesus has to open up the first seal. And yes, Jesus has opened up the first seal to let the Antichrist out. So. It behooves me of how 
these people read these chapters of the Bible, and for instance, they say, "Well, see, the Antichrist has to be here first, and he has to go to the temple and say he is God, and then we're we're out of here because to be revealed first." But I want you to think about the same concept you use against preacher people. So the pre-trip, the pre-rap rapture people say, well, what do you think he's going to whisk you out of here before all the bad stuff happens? You think you're not going to go through anything? Now think about this. The first half of the tribulation period is not, I mean, it's, it's bad, but it's not, he's not chopping off anybody's heads yet. So the first day of the tribulation period to the middle of the tribulation period is not as worse as the second half of the tribulation period. So you're trying to get out of here in the middle of the tribulation period before all the bad stuff happens. You're using the same logic against yourself because you're trying to get out of here, pre-rapture people. Just think about how ridiculous you guys are. I mean, I'm, and I'm not saying, I'm not trying to, I'm not, I'm just I'm the first person that I can talk to. Uh, I can watch a show with people who are post-trippers. I'm, I do feel offended sometimes when they talk about me. This is feel like I'm talking about they talk about my color or something. I mean, I feel bad because you know you guys want to be here. I don't ever hear any post-trippers or mid-trippers say, "You know what? I hope you're right." Now, let me say something that a lot of y'all probably disagree with. If the if Revelation says that you, if you add to his word or take away, you will receive the plagues. So if I if I take the church out, I'm going to receive the I'm going to receive the plagues anyway. Because let me say that again. If I take the church out and there is no rapture, I'm going to receive the plagues anyway because there ain't no rapture. But if if I insert the church in, I'm in trouble. And then also, if I start opening up the trumpets and the seals, and they're not open yet. Remember, he said that if you add to my word, add to the book of Revelations, I will give you the same plague that's in here. Now, here's here's what I believe too. Um, and a lot of y'all gonna disagree because everybody, some of y'all out there think everybody's saved. You don't read the book of Revelations and don't believe it. You you stay here. And here's another bombshell for you, people. If you're not watching for Jesus, there's no way to get ready. I repeat that. If you're not watching for Jesus, there's no way to get ready. Now, you might be morally intact, Laodicean, Mr. Laodicean. You might be, you might be morally intact. But the reliance reliance on the Lord and the oil in your lamp has a hard time 
being energized because you don't rely on Jesus or you don't rely on God. In other words, you're rich in need of nothing. Uh, so basically, this genera- and I want to do a show on this generation because the gener- I want to do a show on the church because the church is lukewarm. But not only lukewarm, but we have this. The, the church um, <clears throat> believes that the church is sitting in a position where they're going to get mostly left behind. And right now, a lot of church-attended people can get, you can get real close to God, or at least think you're getting close to God your way and not be getting close to God. Jesus should be the circumference of your life. He should be the everything of your life. And, And at 46 years old, I didn't understand uh, Matthew 7 when he said, why do you call me Lord, Lord? And then, well, we did all this stuff, and I had to examine that for a while. And I'm still in the process of of getting ready. I'm trying to understand why people who look like they're born again aren't born again. I'm trying to wrap my finger around that. I'm trying to wrap my mind around that, how people are going to get left behind. And it's because they that they really didn't need to repent daily. One says, always save is a dangerous doctrine. Easy grace is a dangerous doctrine. Loving the world is a dangerous position. When we love God with all our heart, mind, and soul, and love our neighbors ourselves, we can enter into the gate, the narrow gate. The broad is the gate, and see, the broadness of the gate makes it look like the individual is pretty much on fire for God. Because you can go many, you can tap on that line of broadness and it looks like you even got power. The Bible says that they have a form of godliness but deny the power thereof. So if God is coming back, then we all need to get ready. We need to get ready for the Lord. We need to get ready for the bride. We need the bride needs to get ready for the bride for the groom. We're gonna meet our king, we're gonna meet our Lord. Are you ready? Are you ready to meet the Lord in the air? God is not mocked what a man sows, so shall they reap. God wants to be with you. 
in these last days. He wants to he wants you to be in heaven with him. If you don't know Jesus, ask him to save you now. But just don't stop there. Search the scriptures daily to find out what God wants. God is in charge, not us. We must rely on God for everything. So you don't want to scare him. Time is short. I beg you to listen to what I'm saying. From the sound of my mouth, Jesus is coming soon. Like my sister Mina said, that there is many people having dreams. Many people having dreams. I don't know how many people are going to listen to this show, but I can tell y'all this. You probably look at me like I'm crazy if I told you that some of my biggest shows are the ones where I just preach the gospel. That 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 just boggles my mind. I've had people on this show. That's not my big shows. I've had Mark Blitz on. I've had I've had some big people on here. I can sit down in front of my TV set and see most of the people that came on my show. But those are not my big shows. My big shows is when I talk about salvation and hell and <clears throat> I talk I've mean, I had a show about the rapture of the church that was pretty big. I'm pretty sure if I would have had some people who knew how to get to my um blog talk page probably would have cussed me out because a lot of people don't believe in the rapture of the church. They don't believe in it. I sometimes look at people as scoffers at that point. I want to know what Vladimir Putin is doing right now. He disappeared for a couple of days. I didn't know. I didn't think nothing was wrong with him because he would be the only person that could fit God right now. He was the only person I know that can fit the Ezekiel 38 and 39. Excuse me, I'm burping. Description. He's the only one. Just like Benjamin Netanyahu was the only one who can fulfill. Because at this time, it wasn't time for a prime minister that would be liked by everyone in the world. Remember, Israel is going to be hated. Now, I did kind of think that, hey, if if Barack Obama goes over there to Israel and tries to influence the elections and Benjamin Netanyahu loses, then we're in trouble. We're in trouble anyway. If it's this year, or if it's five years from here, I could, I'm, I'm going to give you all a timeline. With those blood moons in sight, we can be in a war. 
before the end of April, at least. This war will not be like the other wars back in 2006 and prior to that. It won't be like that war. It'll be be pretty brutal. Where the countries of the world will start, the leaders of the world, the people of the world will start to say Israel, Israel's wrong. They, they, and, and all the Jew jokes and all of these hatred for Israel will come out. There'll be a peace agreement sometime signed in the near future. The peace agreement will not have any time on it. I said that earlier. The peace agreement would not have any time on it. And even if it's Barack Obama, Barack Obama is not the Antichrist for y'all out there who love to say he is. I'm going to do a show on this. Nobody seems to be listening. Just like nobody seems to be listening to me when I say, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not being saying this arrogantly. I'm just being funny when I say this, but I'm, I guess I'm dumb. But, um,. The Mediterranean Union is the beast, not Europe. Europe is part of the beast system. Mediterranean Union is the beast, or it will come in a different form. It will not rise up until after the, or slightly just before the rapture of the church, sometime about a week or two. These people know what they're doing. They already know that the 25th, the 23rd, 24th, 25th is the day, the time period where the, 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 Mediterranean Union or whatever they rename it is going to take over. If it's this year. Now, can I be bold and say maybe it is this year? I don't know. I don't know if it's this year, but I'm I'm saying that if it's if it, whatever year it is, I can switch. I can look at the calendar and tell because the fall feasts are when Jesus is going to intervene back in history and the tribulation period will start. Even if it's 2035. Even if it's the year 2035, Jesus will return back in the fall. Because remember, the first four feats have already been done, and those were all in the spring and the summer. So we're looking for, so we can back up from the fall feast and tell you exactly what's going to happen before the tribulation period begins. There are going to be two wars. There are going to be two phases of wars. There are going to be the Palestinians. Um, excuse me, the um, Psalms 83 war, which will which will uh, proceed, uh, which will follow after um, the new discovery from um, Bill Salas, which is Elam, which is an attack, uh, Israel uh, attack on Iran, which will cause the Sun War, which will cause Isaiah 17, which is Damascus, the capital of Syria, being destroyed. Then you start to see a gathering together of nations sometime in the near future. Could be around June, July, August. This this, this organization stands up. It has ten regions, three in three in the Middle East, two in North Africa, five in Europe. The Antichrist up to three which will be the Middle East, the Ottoman Empire. <clears throat> and he come, he's exactly what the Bible says, a good-looking guy. If you read uh, Daniel chapter 7, he should have a look more stout than his fellows, king of fierce features. 
But when they say Barack Obama is the Antichrist, he's not. Just buy that. I'm going to do a, a, a show on that to just to tell you that Barack Obama, is, Barack Obama has gray hair. He's almost he's ready to retire. He's the golf course. He's not the Antichrist. The Antichrist is not on the scene. I don't know where he is. He's alive. So just remember that the Antichrist is nowhere to be seen. And Christians are not told to look for the Antichrist. Antichrist. We're not told to look for the anti. He's anti your Messiah. He's anti your king. He's He's against Christ. Why would you be told to look for him? And no matter how much you tell a, a post-tripper, they don't listen. Mid-trippers don't give me as much trouble as post-trippers. It's still ironic that they, they, they accuse us of escaping. Just think about this. They, they accuse us Mid-trippers accuse us of wanting to escape, but in the middle of the tribulation period, it's just when all the fun starts. When I say fun, I'm just joking. So just think about all these things, folks. The the last days of the United States is fast approaching. Enjoy the 4th of July. I got to work that day. Enjoy it. Get ready. Get your house in order. It's funny how these people are selling water purifiers and all kinds of stuff, which is not which is not a bad thing. But if you listen to them really closely on Jim Baker's show, I like Jim Baker and his wife. But if you listen to them on their show, they're not telling anybody to get your spiritual house in order. You notice that? They tell them that you need a water purifier, you need you need a generator. You have folks, you have to know when the game is. You have to know when the when the test is. You have to know when the baby's coming. You have to know all these things so you can get ready. When you have a baby, you want to get the room ready. You you need to know the doctor's already told you when the baby's coming. Nine months that you have them prematurely. Football game, you have to have your team ready. A test in high school, a test in college. You have to you have to know when the test is coming so you can get ready. There's a lot of people in the church that are not getting ready. They don't understand being pure. They don't understand um, um, counting on the Lord, surrendering to the Lord. They don't understand that. They look at you like... Uh, a deer in the headlights. I got this video of these men were trying, these police officers were trying to get by, and the deer is just standing there looking. Finally, the guy gets out. The police officer gets around, goes around the car, and taser the the deer. I feel sorry for the deer, but the deer wouldn't move. A lot of people are telling their family members that, "Hey, Jesus is coming soon. Get ready," and they look at you like you got it. They're yarning and everything. Do you think there's something wrong with you? He's yarning and everything. And then 
they they they, they think they're gonna get extra chances. Lucky they got you know you in the house who knows about the end times. Lucky they got me in the house because a lot of people in across the United States in the world don't have it. This country, the United States, has been blessed more than any country in the world. And we're going to get judged more than any country in the world, too. <clears throat> and just having us, having this country around after it's been defeated and, and down to the poorest levels is going to be judgment by itself. So when people say... Um, you know, we're going to be in the first half of the tribulation period. Don't you know that if you got Social Security, you ain't getting none? Don't you know if you got VA payments from the Army, you're not getting it? Don't you know if you have retirement from a major company that you worked hard for, you might not be getting that retirement? And they're going to be all peaches and cream the first half of the tribulation period. By the way, yeah, they're going to be starting to be beheadings. You're going to have to start taking the mark early. Some of these organizations or companies are going to want you to have that mark earlier than you're going to have to take it. See, that's things we have to look at. But right now we have to think about being saved, getting ready, living a pure life, living for Christ daily, living for him every moment of the day. Don't fool yourself. God is not mocked. He's not dumb. What a man or woman soweth or a child soweth, so shall he reap. Ask God to save you right now and give your life fully to him. That's what people are going to get surprised at. Why are they not going to rapture? Because you didn't give your life to Christ. He was not your God. He was not your Savior. He was not your Lord because he was not, he was not your Savior because he was not your Lord. You can't separate the two. So this is my first show in a long time. I'm glad to be back. Uh, I hope y'all enjoyed this show. Uh, we're gonna be coming on a lot more than we have. I'm doing it for my cell phone. I might be doing it for my cell phone a lot, and uh, in, in, in the coming future. But God bless everybody out there, and uh, see if I can find me a thing so to go off. But uh, yeah, I'll be back on Sunday. So you have a wonderful day, and God bless y'all. See y'all later. You have been listening to The Prophecy Zone on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to check out our website at www.pzrn.org. Also, like us on Facebook at Prophecy Zone Radio News and at YouTube at Prophecy Zone. Be sure to check us out next time on The Prophecy Zone as we explore the past, observe the present, and hope for the soon future return of the Savior Jesus.